Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. Ben! Hey, how are you, Mrs. Carey? How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Top of the world. Getting ready for Worcester this week. Yeah, you're going to be in town on Sunday at the DCU Center, and I'm assuming that because you're Irish that you know someone or have family here because everyone that comes here from Ireland does. Well, your assumption is 100% correct. <laughs> because uh, I have uh, family, uh, a lot of family up in Massachusetts, uh, they were at the time based in Watertown, uh, Mass. And when I was 16, I traveled to my first live Raw in Worcester. So uh, it's kind of like a little bit of a homecoming for me because uh, when I was 16, I was going to be I was sat there in the in the crowd watching Mick Foley and Shawn Michaels. And now on uh, on Sunday night, I'm going to be returning and I'll actually be in the ring. So it's, uh, it's a pretty cool full circle moment for me. That's got to be amazing to go from a childhood dream in that building to achieving that childhood dream in the same building. That's pretty cool. Yeah, very, very cool, very surreal. And uh, just getting to come back with, you know, all the WWE superstars, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose, the club, uh, you know, all the guys that, you know, I've kind of gotten to spend a lot of time with over the last couple of years. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's going to be an awesome night. I'm really excited about it. Maybe there's some magical powers at the DCU Center because when I was 16, I saw Bon Jovi there. And that pretty much solidified that I wanted to work in rock and roll. And now I'm here at WAF talking to you. Wow. Well, uh, here's a message to any uh, aspiring young WWE superstars out there that uh, maybe they should stop by the DCU Center and soak up a little bit of that magic that the arena holds and uh, follow your dreams. Do you think that they asked me to talk to you because they describe you as sometimes demonic and they basically say the same thing about me around here? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, you know, I don't know about you, but I've certainly got two sides to my story and uh, two sides to my character. So I like to, you know, balance things out with a lot of love and care. And then, you know, obviously we all have a little bit of a darker demon side. When my friends and family see me most times, it's just Carrie. And then when the mistress comes out, they know that it's about to get real. Uh-oh, big trouble. <laughs> you had kind of a non-traditional route to the WWE that's taken you all around the world. Yeah, true. Uh, so, obviously, growing up in a small town in Ireland, uh, there was no uh, wrestling at all there. So, when I was 18, I finished high school and I moved to England. I, uh, I started training at a small wrestling gym in the south of England. And uh, I ended up staying there for about six years. So, I uh, I decided, you know what, I'm kind of outgrown this little fishbowl right now and you know for me to for me to kind of learn a little bit more i gotta move and actually i moved to uh watertown to stay with my aunt but uh as fate would have it uh, i was in watertown for about three or four months and a scout picked me up to go to train with him in a dojo in japan so i ended up 
going to Japan, which was supposed to be for three months, but turned into eight years. And uh, I kind of kind of honed my skills in Japan for a long time, and uh, finally made the jump to NXT about three years ago. So uh, NXT, of course, is kind of WWE's third brand, uh, where a lot of uh, new up-and-coming talent are are kind of placed uh, to kind of adjust to the WWE system. And uh, I spent two years in NXT, and uh, then right around this time last year, got drafted onto. Coming from Ireland and then England and then to Watertown here in Massachusetts, not that big of an adjustment. Going from Watertown to Japan, culture shock, (laughs) language barrier. You were there for eight years. How long before you actually felt at home and could speak the language? Uh, I was very fortunate that I was made feel very welcome by all the Japanese wrestlers instantly and uh, kind of I was taken under their wing as uh, as what's called a dojo boy which is basically like an internship in wrestling and uh, you know they were they were very kind to me but you know there was a lot of things to learn I'd never used chopsticks before you know I was brought up on mashed potato and you know <laughs> and <laughs> roasted chicken so uh, uh, like there's a lot of cultural differences with you know food and having to adjust to the food and the training, the language, but, you know, I wouldn't say I ever felt fully at home, but I was, you know, within a year or two, I was very comfortable. Can you still speak Japanese now? I could speak a little casual Japanese, get my points across, or at least understand what people were trying to say, but, you know, I was in no way fluent or uh, or anything like that. That's got to help you when you get in an elevator with some Japanese people, and they're talking about the giant demonic guy behind him, and you know what they're saying. <laughs> Yeah, well, lucky for me, I'm uh, I'm I'm five foot eleven, so I could uh, I could kind of blend into the background a little bit uh, more so than some of the you know the six foot six or six foot eight former uh, NFL stars that we had out there too. For people here in Boston, we know the answer to this, but I would like to hear your answer to this question: What makes the Irish such prolific fighters? Great question. Um, you know, from my hometown alone, we have one of the, the greatest boxers, uh, female boxers on the planet. Uh, and, you know, you know, actual boxers on the planet is Katie Taylor. You know, she won an Olympic gold medal for us. She's just turned pro. She's been fighting all over the world. Obviously, we have Conor McGregor doing incredible things. Uh, you know, Shameless, Becky Lynch, myself, uh, all kind of toned the line in WWE. And uh, I think it's just the never-say-die attitude. Uh, the heart, the belief in yourself, and you know, it's almost like a little bit of uh, of, of Irish pride and Irish uh, Irish cockiness, you know. When we were growing up at the DCU Center, watching wrestling in our teens, the girls were kind of there, but they weren't wrestling and they weren't stars like they are now. It's pretty incredible. It's incredible, yeah. Um, and that's credit to, you know, WWE and, you know, the girls themselves. Uh, it's what's known in the industry as the women's revolution, and they really have revolutionized the way uh, women wrestle. You know, I think before, uh, no disrespect to anyone, but, you know, the women's wrestling or divas wrestling, as it was known then, was kind of like a side act. Well, now, you know, the, the women have been main events in our shows, uh, you know, stealing the shows, having incredible matches, uh, as they should because, you know, they're incredible athletes. Uh, they're dedicated, you know, they're training just as hard as the men. Uh, and, you know, it's, there's really no, 
you know, it'd be very hard to tell the difference between a female's match and a, and a male match uh, right now because, you know, the skills are the same. So you're coming to town on Sunday, and how many friends and family passes are you having to dish out? How long's your guest list? Well, you know, uh, I've been having this battle with the office for, uh, for the last couple of weeks, so I've asked for 700 tickets. So I'm not sure if uh, I'll get the full quota, but uh, I'll have a couple friends and family there for sure, and uh, I can't wait to come back to Worcester at 7 p.m. Well, we'll see you on Sunday, WWE Live SummerSlam Heat Wave Tour. Thank you so much, Finn. Have a great match. Thanks, Mistress. See you soon. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law.